Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yurko, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. Hope everyone had a wonderful weekend. It's Carmen and Yurk Black and Abdallah with us as well. The guys are on tonight. They'll cross talk with Waddle and Sylvia around 615. They're on till 8. We've covered a lot. NBA All-Star, like it really matters. I don't know. I don't get the hand-wringing over, oh, we got to fix it. We got to fix it. No, you don't. It's pure silliness. It's for the city in which it happens to be in. It's a big deal for the weekend, and it's good for your corporate partners. What, what, what else are you fixing? Uh, That's silliness. It. I, uh, silliness, it, it, I tell it, you. It, it serves its purpose. Yes, of its course. purpose is to entertain your, your corporate partners and your uh, and your partners in viewing and TV and radio and everything like that. We've talked. That's just, what it does. Yes. We've talked Justin Fields and uh, Caleb Williams, of course. That's never going away. Well, it will at some point later in the spring, but it's not going away anytime soon. Uh, we've sprinkled in some baseball, and Jesse Rogers has a story up now, Yurko, at ESPN.com. It'll join us tomorrow. Based off of some of the things that Tom Ricketts had said earlier in the day, we played you some of that sound that, you know, it's nothing new on Cody Ballinger because it's not a negotiation yet. said they've made their offer, but they've heard nothing back. There's no negotiating that's happening. He also said, Tom Ricketts, when he met the media, I don't talk to Scott Boris. One of his signature moves is to go talk to the owner. When you do that, you undermine the credibility of your GM. Inserting yourself into that negotiation I don't think helps. I don't talk to him. Well, guess who refuted that to Jesse Rogers? Take one guess. Who refuted that to Jesse Rogers? Scott Boris. Scott Boris. <laughs> Jesse's got a story up now so you can read it. Oh, boy. Quote, owners contact me uh, to let me know so I can communicate to the player. That from the ownership level, they have high interest in signing the player, Boris told ESPN. They want to engage in contract negotiations. I report that to the player. It's a signature move of owners, not mine. So Scott Boris uh, immediately pushing back that Ricketts doesn't assert himself. He says he called him on Bellinger last offseason. <laughs> I love it. I love the petty fighting here. Yeah. I, I get a big kick out of it. The billionaires and the millionaires just fighting with one another. Very funny. Uh, so let's see. Very few Boris clients have signed multi-year deal with the Cubs. Jesse writes, in fact, it's been at least a decade since the team signed or extended a Boris client to anything but a one-year contract. Remember, Bellinger obviously got the one-year deal last right, year. Right. There's been some discussion, but it hasn't become a negotiation yet. We played that sound for you, uh, Rickett said, until they're ready to negotiate. There's not much we can do. In other words, the Cubs aren't willing to extend an offer with the parameter set by Boris, believed to be well over $200 million, according to sources earlier in the offseason. So the waiting game continues. Uh, the team doesn't have a problem with that. Yurko made a good point. Like, yeah, if you're the Cubs, why would you? Nobody else is offering him anything. Like, You've made your offer. Now, I guess you run the risk of somebody else swooping in and taking the player that's exactly maybe you wanted, yeah. but they could be fine with it. Like they could draw the line in their sand, uh, in the sand, excuse me, with their offer and just say, "Well, we're not going." Plus, to we have Craig Council. The Cubs have Craig Council. Well, he's going to fix well, everything. I mean, yeah, the whole world's fixed with him there. Yeah. So yeah, read out. I can't Jesse's. wait to watch him just oh, yeah, corral that first victory. It's Craig Council victory right there, guys. Magic I, moves by the manager. I'm telling you, yeah. this is not. A, a bitter Sox fan. Okay, it's not people, but nothing for our purposes would be more enjoyable than the Cubs starting ten and seventeen, oh ten and twenty, just to listen to Yurko oh. go after Jesse every time he comes yeah. on about the great Craig Council. Yeah. It, it is not Tuesdays a bitter and Sox Thursdays, fan. by the way. 
For Jesse Rogers, right? Well, that's during spring training. I don't know if we'll do. Listen, during the regular season? how these teams go, yeah. I, I don't know. We'll have to see. I can't take another 10-game losing streak in the month of April, though. Uh, Please stop that from happening, Carl. Please. I can't. Dan's in Wheaton on ESPN 1000. Hey, Dan. Hey, what's going on, guys? Tell how us, are you, man. Dan? Hey, listen, <clears throat> Carm, you said something. First of all, I love you guys. Best show in Chicago. Thank you. By far. Um, Carm, you, you, you said something that chapped my rear end, though. You were like... Uh, you know, when talking about the Bears and Soldier Field and and the money that's owed, it's above my above my pay grade, above your head. No, it's not. These guys aren't smart. We have the worst owners <laughs> in the nation, in our country. We have the worst. You have people that winning a championship in sports has become a luxury, okay, for those who have already made money somewhere else. Look at the 2016 mm. Cubs. They did it, right? You look at the McCaskies, and worse than them, the Reinsdorfs. And this is how they made their money. So they're clawing wooden nickels out of urinals after we leave the game. They're not trying to win. They don't care. They're just trying to get paychecks to clear. If it wasn't for Jordan, Reinsdorf would be nobody. And, I like, don't say it's above your pay grade. It's real simple. They have a captive audience. It's an oligopoly. It's annoying. My idiot friend, Dave, he's got, he's got season tickets for the Bulls. Like, guys, we've got to stop going. This guy is the worst owner in sports. And and you should I know you probably can't say it I can say it but like we we got to hold these guys to, to account that's yeah. all I'm trying to say sorry uh, guys no Dan rant I love it uh, vent it's good that was excellent oligopoly. Dan he dropped oligopoly on us it's like an Olympic an oligarchy or yeah. an oligopoly I don't oligopoly. even know Dan I, well that's not from monopoly listen so. listen and we I think we do a pretty good job of holding them accountable I mean. I, uh, and I love it, Dan. You you guys can call in any time and invent your first. Yeah, please do. A state of limited competition in which a market is shared yeah. by a small number of producers or sellers. Yeah, Oligopoly. Well, listen, you you know what these sports leagues what? are. First of all, these leagues are cartels. They are. Oh yeah, they are by definition a yeah. cartel. Yes, and. Some work more like within those parameters better than others and, and and are more willing to engage and some aren't. And we know how owner, our owners mostly aren't willing to engage as much. It is upsetting and frustrating. I think we do hold them accountable, though. I, I, I've said it pretty clearly, my thoughts on the way the right the White Sox are run over the years. Sylvie said it very clearly on how his bulls are run by the same family. You'll never get a bite of the apple. That's fine. I don't need another bite at the apple. I, I, you know, I mean... Neither do I. Right, we don't. Yeah. We don't need another bite at the apple. I don't care Yeah. to have another bite at the apple. And that's an old joke from what Jerry Reinsdorf back in 2005 told Sylvia and me. He was mad at the interview we were conducting and he said, we'll never get another bite at the apple. And that's yeah. fine. Like, we don't need to have another bite at it um it's done you but you can't like it's been hard to be a white Sox fan all these years they made it they've made it difficult and and even more so like in a, a tumultuous year like they had last year when Jerry sort of like sticks his nose up and he smokes his yeah. cigar inside the stadium, yeah. like look at me, even though it's illegal technically. Yeah, look at me, I own it. But you know, you don't actually. You don't own that stadium. 
but I'm Jerry Reinsdorf and I'm the owner and I'll smoke my cigar and I won't talk to the reporters and I'll stick my nose up at you and I'll laugh at the idea that we'll sign Shohei and I'll do the same thing about Juan Soto and I'll and I'll and I'll 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 I'll, I'll throw a, a temper tantrum over the fact that we lost uh, the, the RCN money that we were getting for so long because of cable cord cutting and we're not robbing people blind anymore and then I'll ask for a billion dollars in public taxpayer money to build a new stadium when none of it will truly be reinvested into the product on the field like Dan's right everybody should vent every fan should call and vent their frustration about that because it does suck quite frankly and I've been saying that for years tough to be a White Sox fan Karma, I would push back a little, not necessarily on you or what you said, that you and Sylvie, how you guys handle it, but I would say our city overall makes it pretty easy. You think so? Maybe you're well, right, Chris. I just, like, you're might be think right about, about it. We that. take phone calls, and, and all of us hosts complain about the Bulls, yet they're number one in attendance. Our city makes it so accommodating for an owner to own a team and not actually try and win championships. You might be right. We just love our sports team so much in this city that it, like, I think it's for the, for White Sox fans to say that they're not going. It's probably the easiest avenue to show your um, angst with the team. But for the most part, our, our fans go. We enjoy live yeah. sports. We enjoy these teams. And even when they're bad, we still go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's. Yeah. You might be right. You may be. It's very easy for them, I, especially with the Bulls, to not really try. Yeah. And I've always, like, said we're not nearly as hard on these, these, these players, these owners, as the, the medias in New York and in Boston and in Philadelphia are. That's the truth, especially for the players. Yeah, I mean, I think we hump these players way right. more than they probably than's necessary. Most of the time. Yeah, and it's you. You want to go get a taste of it, and any player that would complain, go to New York, go to Philadelphia. You want to see what that's like? They're torching you. You're being torched. I mean, it is ruthless. We're coach killers in this town. Yeah, we probably do do that better yeah, than anybody. We else. We do that better than anybody else, <laughs> about as well as anybody and I, else. And I understand. I'm going to be unfair to Craig Council this year. <laughs> I will be. It's, he didn't ask for it's this. It's going to be awesome. He didn't ask for this. <laughs> Jesse did this to him. You're blaming Jesse. <laughs> Jesse did this done a lot. Him. Four to five. Four to five games. He's going to be the difference. Chris, no, there's no. Epic. Nobody is carrying that Craig Council banner on epic. his horse charging into the city like Jesse Rogers is for Craig Council. I love how your goes like Jesse did this to him. Right. You you're you're like you're like the scene in Bronx Tale. Remember when the Chaz Palminteri they 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 beat up the the motorcycle guys yeah, and he says, yeah, "Look now at my you face." Can't leave. Yeah, now yeah. look at my face. Remember who did this? <laughs> That's like you're like Jess, Craig, look at this face. Yeah. Look at Jesse Rogers. He did this. This is to the you. face that did this to this you. This is who does this. Look to at you. this face. He did this to you. Now, now you can't leave. The White Sox might win. I mean, White Sox. The Cubs might win 90 games. They might make the playoffs and then guess what I'm doing? Sorry, Jesse. Sorry, Jesse. Yeah. He did make a difference this go. year. It's going to be so It'll be a great. whole lot tougher be... without Bellinger. So good. Patrick is on the Northwest side. Hey, Patrick. Gentlemen, good show. I, I find it utterly disgusting that Reinsdorf, who's made nothing but money over the decades here, is now wants to go back to the taxpayer. I know. That's, that's, just, that's terrible. That's here, the playbook. That's want, the owner's you... playbook, though. Well, Pritzker, not, not the Chicago Cubs owners. 
They got they that's pay true. for everything. They got nothing but grief from Chicago. Well, that's, that's true because Rom Rom was here. Remember, Rom, was here, Rom yeah. didn't care You're right, about. But Patrick's right though. I mean, they they, they, here, they told him to go let me make jump this, in the lake. Let me make let me make this point. The guy's in his eighties. Okay, you want the money? As soon as you sell that team, the taxpayers get reimbursed for all the money they put up with respect to uh, a guarantee and this new stadium. Yeah. That's the first money that gets paid out because we're going to raise his equity. We're going to put the money so it makes his team twice as, worth twice as much. It's, and he's going to double, double barrel. I know, Patrick. It's beyond frustrating. Patrick, you're right. It is. And like Yurko said, though, this is the owner's playbook. Yes. Every owner's playbook. And the Rickets just played the wrong kind of politics against Rom. Yes, they did. And they got stuck with right. the bill themselves. They got hey, stuck at least with they the covered it themselves. That's it. But yeah, you're right. It's the owner's playbook. It's it's sickening. It is. And you'd be more willing to put up with it though if you saw some real genuine care and investment in being great. I think we'd all probably, like, you could stomach it. And, you know, and if you're a diehard Dodger fan, you probably do complain a little that you only got one in this 10-year run. But look at what you continue to do. Look at the, like, the initiative from ownership. Look at the investment that happens. To make them year in and year out great, at least if we have that, like, there'd be something. How old is Dodger Stadium at Chavez Ravine? Uh, Yurko, I'm guessing. That's, it's got to be 50 well, years that, old, right? I'm guessing it is. That's not the original stadium when they moved, right? That was built after they moved. I, I don't know the history on that. Let me let me double check that. Yeah. That stadium, I'm guessing, has to be 50 years if old. If anybody should complain about a new stadium, it would be them, wouldn't you think? Yeah. Yurko, how old is Arrowhead Stadium? That stadium's 50 years old yeah. in Kansas City. I believe you're right. It is. Yes. And we were there. It's actually pretty great for a 50-year-old stadium. Right. It's fantastic. It's better than the nonsense on the lake Dude, here. Tennessee Stadium's not even 22 years old. Okay. Do- Dodger Stadium opened in 1962. So, so 62. So, Chris, was that the first? So, maybe that was the first year then. Was that the year they moved? Did they move right into that stadium? Yeah. I wonder. I believe or, so. Or did they play, like, at the old Wrigley Field, the old L.A. Wrigley Field for a little while, remember? Because there was one out there, too. But that, that's how old that stadium is. 1962. I mean, if anybody needs a new stadium, it would be them. Don't you think about the the luxuries and everything uh, that everybody in Hollywood would want? I don't know. And yet they continue to just focus on the product on the field. Incredible. Not necessarily the stadium that they play in. Meantime, the Chiefs keep winning Super Bowls. Right. That They're not stadium's crying. 50 years old. And it is 10 times better the Royals than what we stadium, have here. Right? The Royals are crying the for Royals a new stadium. The Royals are crying because they want to go downtown. Right. The they, Royals are yes. crying for a new stadium. So it's a little bit, but by the way. They're we about just, 10 years too late. They should have done their crying 10 years ago when they were a viable team. It's, it's really just a little bit on the outskirts of downtown. It's not like it's a far trek from right. downtown to those stadiums. They're right next to each other. Kauffman Stadium's a nice-looking stadium. But, yeah. yeah, that's some nerve. Yeah. And that's what I'm talking about with these owners, and especially in baseball. Some nerve out of those Royals owners. To really suck for the better part of stink. 35 years. They stink. To, to suck. Yeah. To give your fans virtually nothing. At least they have a World Series more recently than the White Sox. But really for the last 35 years, they've given their fans nothing. Nothing. And they've got a nice stadium. And you want right. public funding to build a new one so you can be downtown? Yeah. And you can make more money? What do you think the Royals are going to do with that money? You think they're putting it into signing a Juan Soto? No. You think they're putting it into signing a Shohei Otani? No. Now, at least the Royals just paid up to Bobby Witt. Did you see that? 
They just gave Bobby Witt a handsome raise. That leaves the White Sox and the A's as the only teams to never give out a $100 million contract. That's what we have here in Chicago. Yeah. Even the Royals just gave out a two, what, it was a 288 year? Was that right? Yeah, yeah. I think it was 288 for what Bobby Witt. What happened to Nashville leaving? The White Sox leaving for Nashville. Not anymore. Not when he found out he could beat the Bears to the money that they're going to give him. I thought he was gone. They'll bend over backwards and if just they, if they, give it to if him. If they say no, does that mean they're, they're gone? Maybe. Oh, let's say they're gone. Let's let's say no. Let's say no to the money. Then they can become the Nashville White Sox. Yeah, how we, uh, All right, we'll, we'll grab some calls. This gets, this gets people fired up, yeah. as it should. And then we'll cross-talk with Waddle and Sylvie coming up. Chicago's home for sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Carmen and Yurko are back. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. There are, according to just a quick internet search, Yurko, there are 759 billionaires in the U.S. alone. 759. 759. They all want sports teams these days. So if you're the Royals, Jerry Reinsdorf, and countless others, uh, Bill DeWitt, who owns the Cardinals, who says, uh, no, we don't make money here, the St. Louis Cardinals, sell your team. You have 759 billionaires to choose from. I promise you'll find a few that want in. Jeff Bezos wants an NFL team. Yes, he the does. The Bezos-Bears thing always strikes me as like, like where did that rumor start and why does it continue to sort of percolate? It's there. You know, like, it's interesting, right? <laughs> Yurko's doing the thing now where I feel like he's heard something, but he doesn't want to say no, too I'm not, much. No, I'm not, I see it on your face. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> it's weird how, like, for the last 18 months, two years, it's just sort of just kind of like... A bubble under the surface about Jeff Bezos. Even if he gets here, whoever he hires is going to have to be the right guy to come in here and do what he does. I know. Daniel Snyder had a lot of money. How'd that work? I know what you work well. I know what you mean. You're right. And the people he he got in there, they're just like one misstep after the other. Yeah. They'd be good for a little bit, but they just couldn't sustain it. Yeah. Let's uh, let's grab some calls here, bud. Let's say hi to um, here, Mark and uh, Hobart. What's up, Mark? Hello? Hey. Yeah, what's up, Mark? Well, I just want to uh, say, you know, I was in the military military for about 20 years. And when uh, Jordan was playing, it was must-see TV. And you got to admit, when Reinsdorf and Kraus got rid of him, that was uh, the telling of the story of getting rid of uh, your cash cow. And then, uh, you know, you know you're not going to ever have that again. So get rid of it. And now I will not even put on a bull's jersey or anything even the white Sox, i'm done with them and water waddle and sylvie say well you uh i can't tell you not to go there that's the only way change is going to be made one uh if you want to take your kids to a ball game or something take them to the high school game or the college game or something like that but to give money to that thief and i call him a thief uh is just ridiculous and then you got a press conference when you were referring to Otani not being signed, you had a reporter, I think it was Bruce Levine or something. Bruce Levine. He was laughing in the background. 
He's probably drinking with them, having a good time. Yeah, well, you now, know? We don't need you slinging uh, arrows Bruce's way now. How dare you, uh, Mark? That's our good friend Bruce Levine, whose birthday is coming up in a couple of days with Tom Waddle. Uh No, 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 no. Stop now. I don't know. I don't remember. Was Bruce laughing? I don't know. Was Bruce laughing or not laughing? Bruce is probably laughing because, like, I can't yeah. believe this guy. Right. I can't believe he's got the audacity Mark, to go ahead and you, just Mark. say what he's saying in public. And uh, I you get what you're saying about you. There are other avenues to watch teams play, but you want to watch the best of the best. Like, I want to take my son and his friends to see the White Sox play because and maybe more so to see the opponent, but, like, that's fun. I still get a kick out of it. I'm 47. I like watching Shohei play. I like watching Mike Trout play. I've seen Mike Trout play live a few times. I enjoy that. Uh, you know, uh, if you're looking for me to say I no, enjoy no, no, it too, no, I, I don't. I know you so, don't. I yeah. know you don't. Uh, but you know what? But you know what I mean. You know that feeling. I love a wonderfully pitched ball game by Mark Burley back in okay. the day. That was Fine. a game to behold. You would go to see a professional soccer game because you love yes, the players. Absolutely. And the, you you love the sport. I and, love the action. I love the athleticism. I love you know, the skill of the game. Yeah, yes. that's what I mean. So like, we want to. You know, I I want to go to the pro games because you're seeing the best of the best. Chase is on the south side. Hey, Chase. Hey, fellas, what's going on? How you guys doing? Good, good. Hey, Carm, man, before I go, before I get started, hey, I noticed how, and I love Waddle, right? But I noticed when I hear Waddle talk, he says the same thing with back to back, and I'd be like, I know exactly what he's going to say before he says it. Like what? Like when he says about the Bears and, like, about the quarterback justice, I know exactly what he's going to say before he says it. Yeah. Like I can read I, I can read like, it. Piggyback. You read his yeah, mind. I, I heard it. I can say. Yeah. He said. I can say. He he's great, but I can say exactly what he's going to say word for word. Well, right before he says it, he's expressed his thoughts on it, though. Listen, I mean, that's yeah, you know, but he's great, though. Yes, he's he is. great, though. No, but it's it's yeah. now it's going to be Chase and Sylvie weekdays, two thirty <laughs> to six thirty. <laughs> <laughs> he's angling. Chase uh, is angling. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I got some name. I got some names for you, right? And okay. I need, it's all connected to the Bulls when I was watching last night's All Star game. Okay. So I'm gonna give you these names: Donovan Mitchell, Tyrese Maxey, oh, Tyrese yeah. Halliburton, yeah. and let's see, Jalen Brunson. Now, Chris Black can, can confirm this too. What do they all have in common? And Shea Gil- Shea Gil- Shea Alexander. What, the, Shea Gilgis. They could have drafted any yeah. Halliburton, Maxey, and Shea Gilgis. They could have drafted any one of them. And Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to remember that. Up, they passed up. They passed up Donovan Mitchell to draft Larry Markin. Oh, to draft Markin? Is that right? Yes, that was in 2017 yeah, draft. I don't remember that. So, all, yeah. So you look at it. All those All Stars that you see on the floor, those are all guys that could have been Chicago Bulls. Mm, yeah, yeah. Markin uh, seventh, Donovan Mitchell thirteenth. Yeah. All right, Chase, I don't want to think about it. My God, yeah, the Halliburton one is really, like, that's that's glaring at this point. The Donovan Mitchell was, he was the hype heading into the draft. He was the hype of the guy who was going to uh, jump up the the draft spots yeah. because of how well he worked out and everything going into the combine. Mm. Bam at a bio, too, you guys. Bam, yeah. Bam at a bio was next. You know? Mitchell, 13, Adebayo, 14. They drafted Lowry, 7. Almer, Steve, what up, Stevie? Hey, guys. Um, you know, the one thing we do as sports fans a lot of times is we let ourselves be led by our heart instead of our head. Yeah. So when you talk about this White Sox deal, all right, it's very simple. Based on the last time that they made a deal with the White Sox, has the city 
And has the state made money or lost money? I'm guessing they've, they've lost. lost probably hundreds That's, of millions of dollars. That'd be my guess. Now you you have your own investments. If you made an investment in whatever stock or company, um, and then you lost a ton. How likely are you to be to reinvest in that same stock or company? You know, that's, that's all, it, all you got to look at and be pragmatic. Don't be led by your heart. And I know it's a lot of, a lot of fans. They want to, oh, you know, whatever it takes, you got to keep them here. You got to keep them here because they're threatening to go to mm. uh, Nashville. Well, guess what? Let you know, Nashville is a nice spot. Let them go. And uh, I, I wouldn't mind visit, visiting uh, over there to see the Cubs play against them over there. I, and it, it, it's just too much money. It, it, you're losing. It, it's, not, it's a losing proposition. It's a losing proposition. Steve, thanks, buddy. Yeah, we joked a lot when the whole Nashville thing started late last year. Like, just put me out of my misery. Let him go already. Crosstalk coming up. Yarmir Yager, or as we also uh, affectionately refer to him as, Jeremy Jagir, has the final word. Carmen and Yurko present today's final word. Because you had to be a big shot, didn't you? You had to open up your mouth. Today's final word. You had to have the last word. On Carmen and Yurko. I want to say thanks to Dominica, my girlfriend. Uh, she's too young to remember I played in Pittsburgh, but I. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. Listen to us now. Live on the ESPN Chicago app. Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. All right, thanks for listening, calling, and participating in today's show. We'll talk to Jesse Rogers. I'm going to hit all these buttons tomorrow. Every one of them. Waddle's driving. Courtney's in for Sylvie. Thanks to Black and Abdallah. They'll be in for Crosstalk at about 6.15. Then they're on until 8 tonight. Jesse will join us tomorrow from Arizona. Which way? What do you want to hear? You just got to start hearing. What do you want to hear right now? Play Yager again. Did you hear Yager yesterday? Right here. Where is it? Thanks to... Did you hear it from I want to say thanks to Dominica, my girlfriend. Uh, She's too young to remember. I played in Pittsburgh, but I... She looks young, too. How young? She's 29, I guess. He's 52. Awesome. That was yesterday. But I told her all the stories, so don't worry about it. Fantastic. That is great. That's great. Hey, what's the latest on well, yeah, that? Because the Combine's next field. week, and that's where it all went down last year, right? Ryan Poles was very deliberate, and, and we saw him go through this process last year when he had the number one pick and ultimately decided to trade it to Carolina. So I think in the next couple of weeks, we'll, be, we'll all be in Indianapolis uh, next week, and he'll be able to have face-to-face conversations with anybody who's interested in Justin Fields. Trades can't be official until uh, middle control. of March, but we all know they can get worked out before then, and, and I, yeah, I think it. it'll ramp up then. And if last year is any indication, as the lights come back on much brighter now for some reason. People like this idea about Justin Fields now. Uh, if last year's any indication, then I think activity will ramp up and then we'll have a decision probably shortly after the conference. I don't mind you playing that. Courtney can respond to that. We're going to have you a agree? great conversation. I'm excited. We have about, a lot to talk about. Yeah, we do. It's like the dead period, but yeah. there's still... There's still news, and there's still a lot of meat on the bone. 
I've been getting crucified, though. Have you seen my mentions what, lately? What, about what? what? About being honest? No, I don't Listen, get it. About being yeah, truthful yeah, yeah. and honest about the situation. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can't worry about no. the knuckleheads. That's right. Uh, I just going to be out there. But late, like, so one thing, so we ran, we're doing an off-season um, checklist series on SportsCenter. So Bears, of course, number one today, number one team in the off-season with how much is going on. Center stage in the NFL universe. And we ran, we ran our, my piece that I did today, and we had, like, a talk back about it and kind of what the conversation is here, kind of what you guys are doing daily. And I had the audacity to say that I think, honestly, at least from my perspective of the callers, of the people that I interact with, I think it still is a pretty even split among who wants Justin Fields, who wants Caleb mm. Williams. But, like, you can't even say that without well, getting uh, your head cut uh, off. That's why you got to know who's just like, Who's cutting your head off? Is yeah. it the Justin Fields fans? Or is it the people think they have to have Caleb Williams? I think it's more of the Fields. Crowd. Oh yeah, I think that they're the, the vitriol. Yeah, there's more the vitriol from from that side of the the conversation. They're definitely the louder yeah. portion of the fan base right now. Boy, you think he's Joe Montana? Yeah. Uh, Explain to me. I don't understand. That. You really thought he had a four thousand yard I, mean, yeah, I don't get shows. it. Yeah, and I, I'm yeah. a guy that defends him. I'm yeah, one absolutely. of those guys. Yeah. I, I, and he's a, there's certainly a lot to like about Justin. I mean, his personality and the kid works hard. The, the only absolutely. thing that there is to like about Justin is you believe that he'll be better I, but than the, he currently is and what he's currently done already. You believe because some of the throws that he has made, uh, if he could just kind of replicate those and make those more frequent, maybe with that year of confidence, another offseason, that things will be better when you upgrade all the talent anyway. Maybe. Uh-huh. That's that's the argument you could have. That's the only argument you have. But this, like, There's stance There's no other that, argument. Uh, somebody, I saw somebody, like, in December put on Twitter, like, how his stats were better than Mahomes. I'm like, yeah, what does that mean? In what month, in what context, in, in what, right, in what like, universe? What, what, what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what, what are you trying to prove with, like... You know, eyeballs not included. Uh, it's, Do not use your eyes. It's just read the, It's stunning. It's I, I, again, you silly. like you're gonna say you would have thought he threw for forty five hundred yards and forty touchdowns. That's like, the thing, Carm. I don't that is, get it. Has I just me don't. most baffled. I, I'm not here to tear him down because I think he did do a lot of nice things. But like you would think the the concept. Like, look, you can build me a bridge to keep him and move forward. If in fact, Poles and his group aren't sold on any of these quarterbacks, that's fine. But I can also build you a bridge to drafting someone first overall who may be an upgrade over what you've seen the last three years, and people don't want to hear that. No, because they're prospects, and they might bust. Yeah, they might bust. You're right. They and might. You, and, you may not, and, and you may not get to progress in year four like, of course. that you're hoping for, and you may have foregone the opportunity to draft. Listen, it's I hear people all the time, too, say, we've got Rick Spielman on it. It'd be interesting to get his take on it, because Rick was a general manager in this league for a couple of decades. I keep hearing some people say, "Oh, Ryan Poles, I won't want to. I wouldn't want his his job right now." No, I would. If yeah, you're would GM, too. like I this would. is what you want is yeah. different options. He's got a. Is he up of in options. Detroit? I thought he was with Chris up in Detroit a little bit. No, he was with the Vikings until when? Twenty two. Twenty one. Twenty one. A couple years ago. He's uh, he was doing part something of, independent. Then he was part of the six person uh, advisory committee that got together. Uh, Washington. Was, yes. And, mm. and did the they GM were, search. And, and the head Adam coach, Peters. yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so be interesting to get so his take on a lot of stuff. He's going to join us at 4 o'clock, yeah. but to get his thoughts on. 
Look, it's it's going to be this conversation until something happens, which I got to believe that something's going to happen sooner rather than later. March, early March again, you think, for a trade? So the, If they do that? Yeah, and that Graziano sound, what did he say? Like he expected it within like a week or two after the combine? He thinks like a lot of the groundwork That's, will be laid next week. And that, that makes sense because you have 32 teams all in one place, and what we learned from polls last year was that he had to change hotels. He wanted to be a little bit incognito, but also be able to have a place where people didn't know what you know the moves mm-hmm. they were making, who they were talking to. And that's where the conversation with Carolina started. And then it was up until like the next Tuesday, they thought it, they thought it fell apart. And then mm-hmm. by Thursday, Friday, that Friday after the combine was when so they... So it was the Friday after. So that, would, that was March 10th. Yeah. I'm on vacation till the eighth, so if they don't mind waiting until the ninth, because I'm going the Saturday after the combine. I don't, I don't want to be on the side of a mountain right. and get like an alert like from Schefter that they trade Justin Fields, and then I have to go back into no. the lodge and go hit send on that yeah. pre-written newser Please. that I have. Wait, you're gonna finish through. though. You're gonna have to finish it because it's only totally... words. So you're gonna, you're gonna fill in the blanks for me. That's today. right. Th- doesn't Cor- tampering start on the eleventh and thirteenth is the first day? I think so. Yeah, for free agency. So right. you think before. There's going to be teams that are going to want. The Could region. they announce it before? It just won't be official till the thirteenth. It would. Yes. The trade would not be official before. until they always. March I mean, 15th. even with uh, free agents yeah. that they sign, like Monday, Tuesday, right. all the news comes out, and then they have right. like a plethora of tweets that they yes. put out Wednesday at three. We have a long conversation as well about with who's with Courtney and okay. with Tyler and with Jeff oh, the other two about who is truly a legitimate dance partner. Yeah, like, and what they may be willing to fess up you guys, to you, do that. You dance. think there's anything too, like, would the Bears be so bold as to find some way to keep him, take in. Justin and nine and go to th- two or three? There's no way, right? To do what? Like take Justin, t- take Justin and nine to move up. Oh, oh so you two of them. Yeah. yeah. So you draft Caleb Williams at one, and then yeah. you move. Yeah. Or, but you'd have to give up. You're giving up something else, though. I mean, to go from nine to two or three. Well, well, you'd be giving up Justin and nine. Well, not only that, but you'd be giving up. But you'd have to give up. Really? You'd have to give up more. Last year, when uh, what's the point? When uh, the Texans jumped up, the Texans made a big jump to go to three. Yeah, and they went from further deep, but they had to give up a one next year too. They they gave up a one this year. They gave up. it, It felt like it was a first. And a second, their first later on in that draft, the fourteenth and a second, and then the first, and a this first year. and a third. And a were they coming oh, from yeah. the second round, or did they? No, they were coming from twelve. They were coming from twelve. 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 They, were coming from 12. Three, they went to three, and it looks yeah. like they hit a home run. Look, I, I'm but, not. Like, I, I'm not interested in giving away a lot of draft currency. I'm not either. For, I, I mean, I love Marvin Harrison Jr. But I could fall in love with a, a, a dude. I already kid have. From, and like, Malik I, Neighbors. I love Malik a neighbors. Yeah. I love it. So I, like, I, I, I wouldn't be giving up a ton to move up like that. I hope I'm not putting the malocchio on the poor kid. I think Adunze is awesome. Like, if you told me in three years he's just as good, I wouldn't be shocked. Now, I'm probably cursing him, but. You're not cursing him. You have, I'm probably you, jinxing him. You have no impact no, on what I his know, NFL career will look I know. like. I think All that great. jinx conversation I drives know. me crazy. Doesn't exist. Doesn't. Thank you, Johnny. I don't really believe it. Jinx that, was Johnny. just a cat on a cartoon. Jinx was a cat. Correct. Yes, I don't really believe it. Do you guys have strong NBA uh, All-Star game thoughts? I know Courtney does. Not really, does. because I do. I'll you don't never care. understand the hand. It's, it's for their corporate partners. It's a little. It I, is what it is. It's an exhibition. I don't understand why anybody would waste any time trying to fix it. The glory days of competitive basketball in the All-Star game left with Dr. J, Magic, Jordan, Who cares? Isaiah, all those guys. Why? Those days are gone. Why? Because there's no plus side to the players for it. 
Yeah. Well, you want to say money. I don't believe so. No, no, no. What I'm saying you're, to you're, you is... You're putting is your like, fingers together. You're not playing my, a violin. My point is, is that in today's <laughs> NBA, with with LeBron making $50 million a year versus Larry making six fifty back in the day uh, over... Like... These, there is no incentive. There's, you know, like bragging rights are meaningless to guys making $50, 55000000 million a year. And everybody has league pass now, so yeah. you can watch them. It's That's not another like good point. Being, yeah. you know, it's Listen. the only time that you get to see all of them in one place. Like You can right. watch them on a Tuesday if yeah. you want to. Here's your problem. The NBA product is crap until it gets to the playoffs. Once the NBA product gets to the playoffs, then you've got great basketball being played. I will, I will agree with the good care. kid on that. It certainly gets it's ramped 100% up. 100% truth. It's a different version of NBA basketball in the yeah, playoffs. Yeah, it is. It is because you got people who now care. Yes, they don't care during the regular season because they realize they have to play these eighty-two games. Although I think and half the league gets more than half the league. Twenty teams get to participate. Yeah. Right, twenty teams get to participate well, yes. in games after eighty-two, yes. and then they theoretically call sixteen teams playoff teams. Well, but those other teams aren't playoff teams. That is true. Like the Bulls I know, have that's no. What I just said mm-hmm. yes, yes, but they get to play beyond the eighty-two. Yes, you do. That's so they get to participate in something called postseason basketball. Mm-hmm. Even if no. you want to call it no. different things, they don't call postseason basketball. Play in Again, tournament. How many games are in the regular season? We'll do this. I'll I'm do it all with day, you, Johnny. I'm with I'm you. I'm going to do this all <laughs> day. If you're one well, of the playing teams. That's postseason basketball. How many teams? Get to play 20. 82 games. All of them. Every, all every 30. Of them. How many get to play more 20. than 82? 20. Thank you. Yes. And, and, then, and then apparently now. for whatever the, they want to call it, I don't give a rat's ass. Apparently for the Bulls, it's more that one game check is good enough for them to stay stay the course. We want to be competitive. So, until one the playoffs, game check. And I watched last year's playoffs. One, I, one gate, I should say, not a game check. One gate. Last year was simply oh, yeah. uh, Denver and LA. It was a sweep. Best sweep ever. But it was great basketball was during great. that sweep. It was, it was great. It was fantastic. I agree with so, you. So I don't pretend to care about what I see in the in the stuff. I don't. I can't care about the NBA basketball. This Everton Crystal Palace game has got, got your attention? more interest really? for me do they than coast? NBA regular season. Do but they coast? Playoff basketball. Do, what about, what about what's going on now versus when they get to their playoff scenario? There are no playoffs. They don't have playoffs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Smell me later. Okay. Is a tough guy? There are no playoffs. No, I'm asking the question. Yeah. I'm asking the question. Did you just do a smell me later? I'm asking a question. I don't know what, well, what postseason soccer looks like. There is no postseason. Postseason soccer doesn't exist. That's why that's why they that's why play hard all the time. And that's why the crappy teams that are at the bottom, they get pushed down to the other league. That's called relegation. By the way, I'm not That's why they're later playing there. Right. Right. That's why it works stuff. over there. I, that's, it is why it works over of there. Of course. I like you don't want to get relegated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. What happens to your salary if you get relegated? Well, that contract ends up getting sold a probably to another team. Do you have a you two-way go, deal? I don't think it's an up-down, no. no. I think it's if you go down, they're looking to get rid of their expensive players. Yeah. And then, but they got to stay good enough to try to get back up from that level to the top level. Nice. But do the salaries go down no. or no? You still have your contract. No, your contract. Yeah, your contracts are contract. But the but the teams make less money, right? right. That's but, the... but again, like I said, they'll take their most expensive players and move them. Mm-hmm. Why don't the, the NBA? If you if you miss out consecutive seasons and even the playing tournament, you get relegated to the G League. That'd be awesome. Should be let's, let's do college basketball. I don't know how we haven't had promotion and relegation in American sports. Our system's, or well, yeah, our well, system's not set like up that. for it, though. Our system has never been set up for well, relegation. Let's set it up now. And promotion. Johnny, you are, you're going to be the commissioner. Mm-hmm. And how will you set this up? I won't. 
Why? Because there's work, work in the United there's States. There's way too much work to be done. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody which get in if, How's he going to go to the stimulator which, and check right. all of his golf trips no, and which, play cards? Which Come NFL on. owner is going to volunteer to be sent down to another league? None, None of them. None. It they're in cahoots right. with You're each never, other. No, I know. You'll you know never what I'm saying? They're in cahoots. Yeah. The NFL runs them, individual teams, 32 yeah. individual franchises, run by one central office. Yeah. They all get together, they have meetings, and they vote on things that's only going to make themselves more money. I have a question for you. Why would you ever say you're excluded, Carolina, because you stink? Of all of the professional teams here in Chicago, which team is most deserving of being relegated? The White Sox. The White Sox. Mm -hmm. Unanimously voted. Bulls are a close second on that. Yeah, Jerry's teams. Uh, Bulls are probably a close second, but it's the White Sox for certain. I mean, nobody's. And the nobody's people, do you know who else wants a billion dollars? So I, I don't do. think they give me. Oh, I do. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to take a billion, sure. yeah, you got a billion. Nobody's giving it to me. No, I'll take uh, a billion. I'll take a bill. Yeah, yeah. The, the white, what the White Sox have done in the last 15 years, like think about it. They beat the Bears they, to the punch. Like, that's the funny. Well, one. that's yeah. what according yeah. I said. According to text today, that like I mean, Jerry is something, and he is like the balls to ask for a billion dollars in in public funding yeah. but he beat the bears beat to the, bears. the punch the head of the deadline yeah yeah i got is it any wonder jerry's made a lot of money it doesn't do a lot of good for us white Sox no. fans i'll tell you that does no. he have a relationship with brandon johnson the way that kevin warren has like what we see in front facing I how no i think he's got so many other powerful allies yeah. I mean, I mean he's but the audacity to ask for a billion broke. dollars from a state that is perennially broke, <laughs> broke. and corrupt as hell. I'm, I'm yes. telling you this, this. And he is. laughs at signing a free agent. Yeah. Like, it's incredible. The way Chicago politics works is the Brandon Johnson doesn't win the mayor's office without the blessing of the Daly family. And that came through the pipeline, which is why the guy that was running against him lost and why Brandon Johnson won. So always remember, the Dailies may not be in office, but the Dailies still run Chicago whether anybody likes that or not. So Jerry's relationship with the dailies is always the beneficial relationship for him. And that continues on. Couldn't, and it stays the Jerry's same. Jerry's got a lot Who of clout. Who needs a John Bulldog Drummond when you I got a John Bulldog Drummond? I've been Bulldog in this city my whole <laughs> life. I know how this city runs. And without the blessing of the Daly family, the other guy's in office. The machine still uh, running? Machine is that what you're saying? Still the machine working. still works? Strong. Okay, so what does this proud. mean for the Bears and where they would likely then set up shop with their next stadium? Yeah, because they're not getting Because they're not going to get the... They're not going to get the money. Well, theoretically, nobody should get the money after Ricketts didn't get the money. Yeah. Nobody should be getting the money. Those theoretical... Once they tax you, though, they'll never not tax right. you. Isn't this once hotel tax? Taxes, isn't that yeah, what they're still... Hotel, hotel tax. 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 They, tax. They tell you that Uber it's actually... Lift tax. It's the burden of people yeah. coming mm-hmm. to town. Which is... Yeah. The, it's not. And no. they can claim that they built that with zero dollars right. of public yeah. funding. That's what they'd tax say. Dollars. They'd be wrong, but they'd say it. You're right. Well, and they're convenient. Like, well, this isn't a new tax. It's an existing tax. Right. right. The yeah. tax. Which is once they institute a tax, it'll never leave. Those, no. toll, those toll booths were supposed to be temporary, by of the course. way. How'd that work? Yeah. yeah. When's the last time your property taxes went down? Uh, this year. They fight them. Did they? Fight you, live them. In, you live in Northwest Indiana. I live in the greatest place yeah. in the world, yeah. the 219. Twice the house, half the tax. You just you heard it, Tommy. Tommy. Twice the house, half the price, whatever it is. Twice the, twice the house, half the taxes. taxes yeah. He's got to fight it. Yeah, you can fight it, but... How do you fight it? Like, not pay it? No. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. I That's love that. That's the best part. No. no. The attorney's services it. will yeah. do it. Just appeal yeah. them. Yeah. You can have their services that will appeal yeah. them for you. Right. And then you appeal properly. Sometimes tax. you'll yeah. win. Sometimes right. you'll lose. But Most times you lose. Cook County is a pain in the ass. I, as a Cook County resident, it's... Uh, 
I got a house in my neighborhood that just went for a price, and if that house sells for that price in my neighborhood... Your taxes are going up? It, my, my taxes that just had come down will probably be heading back up north. So now yeah, where, it, where are you going to move to your now? property value, though. So that's good. And 50 cents gets me well, a cup of I mean, coffee until I sell. What until mean? you sell, it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean that's anything. True, at least it raises Johnny's about property, to move though. to New Buffalo. I guess he might. No, it's too far. Is it? Commute's too long. Unless Oprah will borrow me her chopper. So I was going to say, use a helicopter. If I can borrow Oprah's helicopter, I'll be a happy kid. Does she live in New Buffalo? No, she was up that neck of the nape, though. She lives in Santa Barbara. Do you know who spends a lot of time over there now is Gian Greco. And oh, his oh, brother yeah. Peter. Beautiful over there. Yeah. He's, cleaning, he's been there forever. He's cleaning out the stables again. That's what he does. He doesn't have horses, guys. I don't know what he's doing. I don't even know what. Wait, I, don't, he, I don't know what guy. He was. He was. He, he was uh, seeing a couple of ladies, and he comes back to me one day. And he goes, "I'm just cleaning out the stables All this right. weekend." I'm like, "Good for you, friend." All right. On that yeah. note, yeah. Uh, this, Eddie O sends his this best. This is twenty by the way. years oh, yeah. ago. Yeah, Eddie was listening and said, 20 hi. years ago, guys." If you're looking for a horse, a, a winning horse, oh, then you should have. You should have a winning for horse. A what? You should have texted Eddie yeah, this weekend. Text Eddie. Come on, Eddie's the guy to text for a horse. Eddie was too busy working one of the games. He was working radio for the uh, outdoor games in uh, Jersey. That's right. He was a busy man this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Did you watch those? I watched a little bit. I watched a little bit of the Ranger game yesterday, the Ranger Islander game. Yeah, I did have that on for a little. Bit ice yesterday. did not look good. I'll say it that. did not look good. Conditions. Uh, it's, it, it rarely is. Look, I've skated on those when they've done it here. Um, the outdoor rink in Rosemont, we skated at. Oh yeah, but that, that one's actually pretty good. I mean, I did yeah. the when the the we I did a charity game with the Hawks alumni the night before they played the Pens, like in 2015, and it was very cold. I mean, it was single digits, if not maybe maybe teens. And when it's that cold, that ice gets brittle, man, and mm-hmm. it's. I, and then I if it's it. too warm, it gets soft. It's it, it's yeah. it I is, read it's a, fact, a tough thing. Stat slash fact that there have now been more. Hockey games, NHL hockey games, played a MetLife Stadium than playoff football games. Oh wow, that's that's, that's, a, that's great. A that's a great big stat. stat. Yeah. How about that? Well, that's all post New York Giants run, right? Take, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So take that, Jets and Giants. Yeah, they've been. Has, bad. That, has that concept of outdoor stadium kind of lost its luster? I think so they're doing it here next year. No, I know. Yeah, I mean, back it's to back. Wrigley. It's back. I think it has a little. At Wrigley, can you they're only shoot the puck at one end? No, stop it. That's a, well, that's, that's the way a, it was. The football. That's right? a football. Remember? We're not yeah. playing football. They're okay. playing hockey. Just do it at guaranteed rate. Yeah. It's going to be vacant. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be wide <laughs> open. Well, you know, Was I the only guy that watched yeah. golf this weekend? I watched a little bit. I watched a little bit of golf. Yeah. Sunday's round. That's, yeah, that's what I watched this weekend. A golf. Bit. A lot of it. Matsuama was what? 62? 62. 62. Nine yeah, under. he was minus eight, shot minus nine on the final day, and he ended up taking over Patrick Cantley. That shot plus two for the weekend. Well, you were setting up shop probably to watch the Daytona 500, and then I was. it was pushed back to today, right? I was. I actually went to a Daytona 500 party. Oh, so those, uh, those exist? They, what do you do at a Daytona 500 party? Put a pool together. Do you? Okay. Everybody gets a driver or two know, drivers. Maybe, maybe put you put 20 bucks into the pod. I don't know. Maybe you spin around the neighborhood really fast. <laughs> no, first guy, first guy out street race. Hey, first guy out gets his money back, and you pay first, okay. second, and third. Uh, what He's is bet on anything, wouldn't you? Well, what, we already did. We, I bet we money on Eric Jones. Yeah. I bet money on Denny Hamlin. I got money on Denny Hamlin. Adam yeah, Abdul's got money Denny on Denny Hamlin. Hamlin. If he was standing next to him with a Denny Hamlin jersey. If he walked up, if he drove his car on the sidewalk right now. Said, hi, car mom, Denny Hamlin. You'd be like, who are you? Number 11 FedEx car. But I got a C-note on him today. Let's go Denny Hamlin. <laughs> At least it used to be the FedEx car. It's probably something different What are the now. odds on him? Nine to one. You bet $100 yes. on Denny. Yeah, I got yeah. 20 on Eric Jones, the 43 car. Let's go Denny. Yeah. 
Why did you bet a hundred and he only bet twenty? Oh, I don't know. Because I was um, cleaning. My my odds Courtney, 20. we need to bet. We need to join this gambling. Right. My odds are twenty-one to one. So okay. I'm I got longer odds, so I only need to put a twenty to win some money. Yeah, I'm nine to one. So Who's driving a Menards I'm car? I'm going down. I'm, 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 oh boy, it used to be Paul Menard back in the day. I don't know who it is now. Like when Ooh. back in the day meant what? When? Oh, ten years ago, Paul Menard. Paul Menard the drove the Menards the kid, car. John Menard's son. That's yeah. his actual son. Paul Menard. Wow, yeah. Was it, yeah, the yellow Menards car. Well, I don't even yep. know. You know, uh, racing. Please. I thought it was the only guy in the Menards commercials. Remember that guy at the very end would scream Menards. Menards. Yeah. Wouldn't you love to say him on the wheel? Save more money. What's up on the show? We have a big show. Courtney's got some All Star Game angst. I think that she would like to. To express, yeah, don't you? Yeah, is a good way to yeah. describe Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rick Spielman's going to join us at 4 o'clock, talk uh, all things Southern Bears Illinois, draft. by the way. SIU for Absolutely. Rick Spielman. Just no question. I was on the wrong end of a lot of interactions with his brother mm-hmm. over the course of yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Teammate of mine in Cleveland. Yeah, right. right. When he popped his neck and it was mm-hmm. over for him. He was... We missed him. Yeah, he was a hell of a player. Because we stunk. Jesse Rogers is going to join us at 5.30 from the desert as uh, yes. Tom Ricketts spoke yes. today. They have no money either. There's yeah. no money anymore. No money. So Nobody's we're going to have some fun. All right, guys. Courtney's here to ha- add some life to this show. I thank goodness. And we're going to talk some bear to, yeah. stuff as well. All right, sounds good. We will uh, see everybody tomorrow. Courtney is in for Sylvie Waddle, and Sylvie, get your home next.